the seventeenth day of the month. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, support, strengthen, and establish you. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 3. Beatitude 2. Happy those who mourn, they shall be comforted. As with yesterday's beatitude, there can be two meanings, and we need not exclude either. There are those who literally mourn. For them, the promise of the resurrection is the greatest source of strength, for comfort means to make strong. But there are those who mourn figuratively, those who regret their sins and grieve over their errors. God strengthens them also by the assurance of forgiveness. It is those who refuse to mourn their sins about whom God can do little. But those who do mourn and turn to God are strengthened. Opening Prayer O God, you are a strong tower and a sure defense in the time of trouble. Without you we have no certain help, but always you come to us, pointing us to Mount Calvary and to an empty tomb beyond it. You are our gain in the time of loss, our forgiveness and direction, after we have erred and strayed like lost sheep. To you be praise and glory, through Christ, who strengthens us to do all things. Amen. Psalm 43 Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From those who are deceitful and unjust, deliver me, for you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you cast me off? Why must I walk about mournfully because of the oppression of my enemy? O oh, send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I'll go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and I'll praise you with the heart, O oh God, my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. From the book of Leviticus, chapter 26, verses 27 through 42. Yet, if in spite of this you do not obey me, but act with hostility against me, then I will act with wrathful hostility against you, and I, even I, will punish you seven times for your sins. Further, you will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters you will eat. I then will destroy your high places and cut down your incense altars and heap your remains on the remains of your idols, for my soul shall abhor you. I will lay waste your cities as well and will make your sanctuaries desolate, and I will not smell your soothing aromas. I will make the land desolate, so that your enemies who settle in it will be appalled over it. You, however, I will scatter among the nations, and will draw out a sword after you, as your land becomes desolate and your cities become waste. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbaths all the days of the desolation. While you are in your enemy's land, then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the days of its desolation it will observe the rest which it did not observe on your Sabbaths while you were living on it. As for those of you who may be left... I will also weaken 
weakness into their hearts and the lands of their enemies, and the sound of a driven leaf will chase them. And even when no one is pursuing, they will flee as though from the sword, and they will fall. They will therefore stumble over each other as if running from the sword, although no one is pursuing, and you will have no strength to stand up before your enemies. But you will perish among the nations, and your enemies' lands will consume you. So those of you who may be left will rot away because of their iniquity in the lands of your enemies. And also because of the iniquities of their forefathers, they will rot away with them. If they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their forefathers in their unfaithfulness which they committed against me, and also in their acting with hostility against me, I also was acting with hostility against them to bring them into the land of their enemies, of their uncircumcised heart becomes humbled so that they then make amends for their iniquity. Then I will remember my covenant with Jacob, and I'll remember also my covenant with Isaac, and my covenant with Abraham as well, and I'll remember the land. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 through 10. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are at Ephesus and who are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, which we freely bestowed on us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished on us. In all wisdom and insight, he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his kind intention which he proposed in him, with a view to an administration suitable to the fullness of the time, that is, the summoning up of all things in Christ, things of the heavens and things on the earth. From the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 41 through 46. Now, while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question. What do you think about the Christ whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, Then how does David in the spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies beneath your feet. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? No one was able to answer him a word. Nor did anyone dare from that day on to ask him another question. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. 
This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. A collect from the sixth Sunday of Easter to Pentecost from the British Methodist Book of Worship. Almighty God, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. Mercifully give us faith to know that, as he promised, he abides with us on earth to the end of time, who is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Receive this benediction for Easter from the United Methodist Book of Worship. We are sent forth in the power of Christ's resurrection. Alleluia. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.